Catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com. What exactly is feminism? This question will be answered in this episode of Glorious Greed. The F word that divides as many as it unites, the belief that has created new terms like feminazis and fem- female chauvinist, the one term that makes many celebrities go, not it. Feminism, it's a term that is controversial, although it really shouldn't be. A lot of people are under the impression that feminism is a movement to make females a light or maybe to take away men's rights. Some other school of thought believe that feminism is only trying to put females on an equal playing field as men. And it's ridiculous that that is something that is not already real in our society. Although African women over the ages have always been sensitive to all forms of discrimination within the African society, the emergence of feminism and feminist has awakened a consciousness in them. Women make up about 49% of the Nigerian population and nearly one out of four women in sub-Saharan Africa is Nigerian. Nigeria has the lowest number of female parliamentarians in sub-Saharan Africa and ranks 133rd in the world for female political representation. Women own only 20% of enterprises in the formal sector and only 11.7% of board directors in the country are women. Although it must be acknowledged that the country has made some progress in closing the gender gap, some say feminism seeks to close this gap even further. In this conversation, we're not in the business of defining the exact terms of anyone else's feminism, but we do want to clarify the basics and establish the most correct form of feminism. Now, joining me to do this is a woman's right advocate, a vibrant young feminist Nigerian woman with work background on issues relating to the education, right and sexual reproductive health of women and girls. She has also worked as an investigative journalist and reporter visiting Chibok and other Northeast communities in the heat of Boko Haram crisis, writing on how women were affected. She has a master's in gender and development and lives in Portakot with a husband and son. Chizaram Eni Omuzulike has joined me on the show. Hello. Hi, Gloria. It's good to see you. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Wow. Such an honor to have you today discussing this all-important topic, feminism. I mean, it's, it's, such, it's such a mind blow. How are you doing today? I'm doing very well. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. How is Potakot? How is Potakot? Ah, at least we're not sitting at home. Potakot is fine. Oh, thank God. Thank God. All right. Now, feminism means a billion of things to different people. As a matter of fact, there's still no clear cut definition for feminism. So you, what would you say is the closest definition of feminism? Actually, there is no close definition of feminism. Feminism is feminism. If it is not feminism, it is not feminism. If it is feminism, it is feminism. What is feminism? Feminism is the belief in equality of sexes. That is sexes, men and women. Political, social, cultural, and otherwise. The social well-being of men and women equality that is feminism there is nothing else to it anything that is not this is not feminism okay i'm going to give a brief history starting from the days of the greek philosopher plato plato had this you know i always tell people that 
even when a man says he's a feminist, especially a Nigerian man, there is always this crack somewhere. There's always this thing. There's always this. There's always this thing. It, it can't be hundred percent. There's always this thing. It's more like a thing, like a hole in the wall. Just something. There has to be something, you know. Plato supported feminism from the time memorial, from the time he's one of the founding fathers, actually. But the issue is that he said men will always be superior to women. And that's kind of powder dashed every other thing he says in support of women. You know, Plato said things like, oh, that when we die, that a man and a woman, there is no gender. So a man will always be a human. A woman will always be a human. And the moment that happens, nobody knows whether he's a man or a woman. That's in the afterlife, sort of, that there are, there are no genders. And feminism started from a long, long time ago, 18th, 17th, 14th, 15th century. There have been women and men who, who try to propound this and... It started with a woman known as um, Christian, Christian the Pearson, and she she started with the rights of education, you know. And then the man Marcus Cato came up with a story about if you give women power, you should be ready that if if we make men and women equal, it is only a matter of time women will become superior than men. Mm. So they know those things, and it has always been there. Mm. And then we have the waves of feminism. We have the first wave, the second wave, and presently we are in the third wave. The first wave was basically about suffrage, the right to vote. We had the issues of suffrage, education, and then improving the work condition of women. We also had issues on childcare and um, homemaking, where men do not think that um, the fact that you're a wife or a homemaker, that it is, it is, it is a, a big-time job. That is something that anybody can do. They just believe it's something anybody can do. And then when you watch Nigerian movies, you see the last one I watched, um, Stay at Home Dad. He just stayed at home for 24 hours and he almost ran mad. It's not something anybody can do, you know. Women should be paid even when they are staying at home. Women should, they should be, they should be paid for childcare, you know. So, and then the issue of the second wave of feminism had to do with reproductive health, cultural equality, and issues around discrimination on the basics of sex. You know, where you have, oh, she can't do this job. It's because she's a woman. How can she be any more than me? She's just a woman, you know. Then the third wave of feminism is basically us trying to correct the mistakes we made in the first and the second wave which are the mistakes around um, reproductive health, the mistakes around um, things like, we're still arguing on things like unsafe abortion. We're still arguing on some, some countries that adopted it, is their laws and all that, but some countries are yet to adopt them. So the third wave of feminism is basically trying to make corrections on the things that we already do. We already, the, the, the areas that we had to dot T's and uh, cross T's and dot I's. Mm. Then on... Um, the thing of feminism, there, of course, there are thousand and one different types of feminism. You can't even, there are radical feminists. I am a radical feminist. And the irony is that radical feminists are against marriage. Yes. Not because radical feminists don't get married. But I got married because I found someone I love and someone who was going to let me fly when I want to fly. Mm -hmm. If I tell my husband, oh, I want to disappear too much, he'll be like, how can we go? 
What, what is your plan? And then the next day you'll be like, ah, you know, you told me you were going to disappear to Mars. What have what and what have you done? You know, I wanted a man who was going to let me fly. I wanted a man who was going to either fly with me or let me fly. And then in your own field on career, I will let you fly. I will let you do what I what I want to do as long as you come home to me. You know, so radical feminists believe that marriage has a way of clipping the wings of, of women, you know, and then the issue of childbirth, the issue of pregnancy, the issue of the fact that you stay at home and you don't get all the support you need, the issue of homemaking, you know. So these are the issues that radical feminists had with marriage, you know. So and over time, there are cultural feminists. There are cultural feminists. These are the people who believe that oh, women are kind, women are nice. You can always you can always support each other. You can always use what you have to get what you want. When a man annoys you, just cry and you get what you want. You know they are liberal feminists. You know, and then there is intersectionality. And this third wave of feminism is the era of intersectionality, where we are able to make sure that every woman around, if you are married and I'm not married, or you have another woman who is widowed. The three of us do not have the same experience. Our experiences are different. So how are we able to come up with something that is going to suit and fix the needs of all of us? So if you are going to come up with a policy that is going to treat or, or meet the needs of women, you should be able to put into consideration the disabled women. Mm. You should be able to put into the consideration the color of women, the women of color, the African women. You should be able to put into consideration the girl child. She's a girl. She's not an adult. You should be able to put into consideration single mothers, orphan people, people who had unsafe abortion, people who had one race, color, size, weight, other things should be put into place, you know. That's the era of intersectionality. And then there's socialist feminists, you know, the Borgias. And then there are also lesbian feminists. Yes. You know, we have lesbian feminists. We have transnational feminists. We have the queer f feminist theories. So there are different types of feminists. So basically and underlined, feminism is a collection of political social movements and ideologies that defend the political, social, economic, and personal rights of women. Anything that is not this is not feminism. Well said, well said, Ma. Now, some men will tell you they're feminists. As a matter of fact, my colleague, Tony, says is a feminist. And it leaves me wondering yes. how possible this is so. How possible is this? Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's possible for a man to be a feminist. And uh, the fact that I, I try not to be judgmental about it because the fact that he even identifies as a feminist in this era where men will be like, hey, oh, feminist, for what now? I'm waiting, you know? <laughs> so people will be like, ah, hmm. my people tell my husband, ah, your wife is a feminist. Oh boy, you they try you. How on are they leave for house? How on are they do this one? You know, but he is my husband. We are married. And when we met, he knew I was a feminist. You know, he is very conscious of the fact that I'm a feminist. He's very conscious of the facts of what people will say based on if something happens to me. You know, there was this time I had a gun in my hand and then I was traveling to Abuja for a meeting. At the airport, I remember him telling me, please, oh, your feminist people, I hope they will not say I'm beating you. Oh, God knows I did not beat you. You know, so he's very conscious of making me happy. He's very conscious of making sure that I do not feel anyhow, that I do not feel different. You know, I always tell people we're in a partnership because we talk to each other about everything. So yes, there will always be male feminists, you know, and a feminist is a person who speaks, acts, 
writes, advocates, educates people, or sings on behalf of women's issues, mm. the rights of women, the identity of women, and the injustice that women face in the society on daily activities. Anybody, male or female, man or woman, boy or girl, that believes in this is a feminist. So yes, a man can be a feminist. Mm. I love that. Now, what are some of the myths about feminism? I mean, the onus lies on us as a media to debunk some of these rumors, to tell us that this is not true. All right. There are certain myths that surround feminism. So can you explain to us the facts that surround these myths? Ah, the myths are uncountable. Mm. Uncountable, you know. I have this friend of mine, Amadi Oha. Amadio had told me some time ago, I think sometime early this year or last year, he called me on the phone and said with a thin voice, Zara, don't you think it is time people like you that knows what feminism is about start speaking about it on social media? Instead of allowing these people that don't even know what feminism is to come here and start spewing rubbish and teaching our young girls the wrong things. I found it funny because, you know, not everybody has the time to always be on social media. Not everybody has the time to do what anybody wants to do or do something they have a mind to do. Sometimes you know what to do, but you don't have the time. So the myths are uncountable. There's one that feminism is witchcraft. There's one about feminism is misandry. That feminists hate men and they have to eliminate men. There's one about married feminists kill their husbands. There is one about feminism believing that women are superior. And guess what? Women are not superior. Men are not even inferior. The idea is, I am a human being. Treat me like a human being. Mm. Treat me like your equal. Treat me the way you treat your daughter. Treat me the way you treat your, your wife. Treat me the way you treat your colleague. Somebody, be nice to me like I am nice to you. Allow me to speak. Do not speak for me. Do not make decisions on issues that are related to me. When you are not me. Don't go to, to the National Assembly talking about pregnant women when you're not pregnant. You've never been pregnant. <laughs> don't talk to me about periods when you don't have periods. Don't come up and tell me and, and make a man the Minister of Women Affairs when he's not a man. How does he know the needs of women? You know? So um, there are myths about feminists are lesbians. There is one about feminists hate marriage and are against pregnancy and parenthood, motherhood. There is also one about feminism is for women only. Of course, I just told you right now that men can be feminists. There is one about feminists cannot get married. I have a thousand people. Mm. If our people sub me with, ah, the only feminist that is married. I mean, but there are so many feminists that are married and they're happily married. You know, the thing is about if I can walk into the kitchen and cook, why can't my husband walk into the kitchen and cook? If he cannot cook, then we are going to be talking about equity here. Then you understand he cannot cook. So you're going to be nice about him not cooking. And then sometimes, even when he cannot cook, he can be so nice that nobody will notice that he cannot cook. A lot of you will live happily. But don't come and tarnish the idea that I can cook and tell me, oh, after all, you're supposed to be cooking. You know, I was at a party two days ago and someone said, oh, so you'll be in the house and your husband will be cooking. Yeah. And I'm like, are you joking? Does the ability to cook come installed in the vagina? You know, a man can cook. I met my husband. I came to his house the first time. And he had a pot of soup. If you turn the opera soup, it will not pour. I swear to God, it was not funny. I look at him and I'm like, what? You know? And he made stew, he made soup. He has always cooked his food. So the idea is, if a man can cook, 
and a woman can cook. Everybody lives happily. Don't make it look like, oh, you must make my food. You must do this. I have come home and my husband made food for me. And I ate and slept in peace, you know? So there's one about feminists as sexually liberal women. Yes, there's sexual identities. Some people are lesbians. There's sexual orientation. Some people are bisexuals. Let them be. The fact that someone is a, les- is, is, is a feminist does not make her a lesbian. The fact that someone is a feminist does not mean she goes around the streets doing all sorts or selling her body or anything. These are their these are their identities. These are what they want to do. And that does not make me them or make me anything better than them. Mm. I am me and I should be addressed as me. So and there's one that's um that feminism is the female version of chauvinists. Mm. You mentioned that at your intro, mm. you know. And there's one that feminism believe that women believe that um, the actions of women should not be accounted for because women have gone through so much in life, you know? So you see men, you see a woman kills her husband and you hear things like, ah, you know, women have suffered in this country. People should just allow her go, you know? So a woman should do what she's supposed to do. Don't break the law because you're a feminist. Don't murder people. Don't be abusive in your relationship because you're a feminist. You know, women should be held accountable for what their all their actions. And there's one that um, women are disadvantaged and men are privileged. Yes, that's a myth. But because the truth is that you cannot tell me that all over the world, if you have five million women, that five million of them are disadvantaged, you know? So let us be very, very, very core about those things, you know? And then there's one about feminism is not needed as women now have jobs. Hmm. Women now go to school, women now have jobs, and women and um, women now vote, you know? So let us be very, very, very intentional about those things. Feminism is not witchcraft. Feminism is not mis- misandry, you know? I argue objectively with my male folks and male friends, you know? And every time they want to talk about these things, you know? So anytime I, pitch, I put up a picture of my husband, ah, the only feminist that is loving man. Are you joking? <laughs> hey. You hear things like, ah, what, what, what do you need him for now? Go and buy a dildo. That's what feminists do. Do you understand? Mm. But all those things are not feminism. Do not use feminism as an excuse for your stupid attitude or stupid behavior. Be kind, be kind to people. Be respectful to people, you know? So the fact that you're a feminist, you are advocating for something. You want people to be treated right. So you should not treat people wrong. Thank you, Gloria. Look at the way I'm just... It's, it's really it's shocking to know that people have this kind of understanding about feminism. And it's <laughs> shocking. Before we run off, I would many people say that he hates the word feminism. Or as a matter of fact, a friend still told me that if he finds out any of his female friends are feminists, he would unfriend such immediately. So first, why is that? And how do you think we can help people understand that? See, we're not asking that. We, we're not saying that we're going to start lording over you in our marriages. We're not saying that we're going to tell you what to do. All right. We're just telling you that we want you to treat us as human beings. So why do people just hate that word feminism? At the mention of the word feminism, they just feel very repulsive. And then what can we do to change that orientation? First of all, it's advocacy. We should advocate that feminism is not misandry. Nobody hates men. Yes. Nobody hates men. We cannot coexist. I, um, as much as I'm a Nigerian, I am who I am. So People should understand. If you don't understand something, can you just read about it? Can you just sit down on your phone 
or sit, lie down on your bed or pick up your laptop and Google feminism. Read up about feminism and understand. And the truth is that the moment you read up about feminism and then observe your environment about the lives and the behavior of people who are feminists, who are true feminists, you will see the difference between the arrogant ones who claim feminism and the ones that are not. So feminism actually was basically designed for men and women, you know? Feminism was designed because it is there to help men, support men. We support each other as against having to, because all the, all the arrogance and abuse, physical, psychological, emotional, sexual abuse comes with, I am superior to you. That is how rape started. There is nothing you can do. I can sleep with you and you will do nothing. There is nothing you can do about it. Can we talk about things like Getting people to read. Yes, baby, I'm in a meeting. Can you get people to read about these things? Can we do more advocacy on feminism? Advocacy is like this, you know? Can we talk about this on TV, on radio? Can we come up with placards? Not like not like the, the signages, but placards, like some sort of postcards where these things are listed out, you know? So where we can talk about it, can we teach these things in school so that from early they understand what it is and not just people wake up one morning and then, I'm a feminist. Ah, no, I cannot give a man my money. For what? Nah. I've heard someone say that. I'm a feminist though. A man can never eat my money. And then you want to get married. And then this thing goes on and on. You know, you hear people say, ah, I can never cook for my husband though. For waiting now. Me, I'm a feminist. I'm married. I cook for my husband. He hus my husband cooks for me. I take care of my child. If I leave my house and my, and my husband is with my son, he changes his diaper. He bathes him, feeds him, makes his pap and pour inside his flax. My husband does everything. There are no gender roles in my house. Everybody does everything. Except something I know. Or he tells me, baby, please, Nana, I cannot do this thing. Can you help me? You know I don't know how to do it very well. You do it. That is where equity comes in. You do it because you know you can do it better. As against, where is my food? As against, uh -huh, you, so you, what have you been doing in this house since morning? You know, feminism was not there, was not made to destroy men or make men inferior. It was made to support men. It was made to encourage men to be better fathers, better partners, better members of the society. Imagine if you have more women working and we all pay tax, you know? So let us think about those things. These are ways of improving our environment. Beautiful conversation there. And I think we'll have a series of this. We'll not just end the conversation here, all right? Uh, we'll come back. We'll have a wider and a broader look into what this concept feminism is about and ways that we can establish ourselves as feminists. What ways, how can we go about it? How can you ensure that you, are, you let your voice be heard? And how can you go about it the proper way that nobody misunderstands? understands you when you say you are a feminist. We'll have that conversation uh, soon enough. Have been speaking with a woman's rights advocate. She's a vibrant young feminist Nigerian with a work background on issues relating to education rights and sexual reproductive health of women and girls. She was very active uh, during the Chibok issue in Nigeria and um, she also comments on Boko Haram crisis and how women have been affected by this crisis. She's Aram Eni Ozuliki joined me on the show. Thank Thank you for being a part of this. Thank you. Our regards to your son. Thank you so much. I hope to talk to you next time. Thank Absolutely. you. Have a beautiful day. 
and you to now just because there is a negative impression of it sometimes does not mean it is a negative thing whatsoever feminism is for all and being one can only move things forward so i ask you are you a feminist Thanks for listening and don't forget to catch up on all the live shows right here on africatechradio.com.